Hello everyone and welcome to Avantika Designering Series or ADS as we like to call it. Every week on Wednesday, we feature design and technology leaders who share their professional journey, their thoughts on their domain of work and designering where the world of design and engineering meet. Make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. And with that, let's continue with your show. Hello Darshan, welcome to Avantika Designering Podcast Series. Uh, we are so glad to host you on our special show um, on the eve of World Youth Skills Day, which was brought to uh, all our listeners uh, in association with World Skills International and NSDC in India. We are so glad that you are with us today, sharing your thoughts and skills on designing, skilling and a lot more. Uh, thank you, Rohit, and thank you, everyone who is listening to this podcast. Very happy to reflect on um, on my ideas on design thinking today with you all, guys. Uh, so, Darshan, uh, while we do, uh, you know, since, since the last two months that we've been doing our podcast, the first question that we always start with is the current pandemic situation that is happening around. But I'll twist the question a little and my question is that having faced such a traumatic last few months, uh, COVID has seeped into all our lives now. How do you think this pandemic will change human behavior in the long run? And will this become a consideration in all design processes in the future? Um, thank you for asking me this question. Uh, you know, we all are thinking about this um, every day. Um, I think... From my perspective, we were already in the transformational state as all you know, as uh, humans. I think because of the digital um, uh, digitization per se, and I think um, you know this transformation was kind of in a limbo for me when I reflect back, when I look myself back, what we were doing, and I think there was a lot of self-expression, social conversation, globalization because of the social media and the platforms. Um, and then I think it was reaching to a point where it was becoming sort of a noise and kind of a lot of um, advices. Uh, and I would say that less of an action. So what this to me, COVID has done and foolish as it sounds, but I think uh, COVID has nudged us all finally to take some action. You know, we had some wonderful ideas. We were raising good questions. But I think now it's time to actually, you know, pull our sleeves and, and kind of now see what all of us have to do um, on our ongoing um, uh, work and area. Uh, on specifically on the question of design and uh, how will it change human behavior? I think design discipline itself is a humanitarian discipline, right? Um, it's a purpose-based creative field. Um, the design training and practice, uh, you know, at core is is centered around human behavior and their relationships with each other, with materials, planet, with nature, and now uh, with technology, right? So naturally, with change in human behavior, um, all the consideration, you know, uh, with respects to with respect to design are gonna be completely redefined. And, um, and and some example to just give you some examples of whether it is materialistic consumption, whether it is, you know, um, this whole renowned sense of community, social responsibility, uh, our personal well-being, uh, this whole huge peak in our intellectual thinking now, heightened belief in science and nature, technology integration, so much has uh, change and this this pause has given us so much to think and I think this for me was a great immersion time as a designer and now um, there, there are a lot of things that before COVID we wanted to do you know in in, in uh, integrating into a design solution you know whether it is social inclusion whether it is uh, sustainability whether it is using more um, greener material and systems 
and i think this is a great time for design um to actually um uh, do all that so from my experience um this is a great time for industries and um, for several fields to adapt into design as a discipline and utilize at the systems level um to you know mine more insights um, to do some immersions uh, at the service level so i think this is the best time to to me um, uh, you know for for our our field and um, in the best time to now uh, move from preaching group practice i guess exciting so in fact before i get into your journey uh, you know a question that arises from from what you just shared is there any one particular thing that you realized in this covid uh, period in this lockdown period and you've started consciously using it in your design approach any one thing that you would want to share with us uh i would say the uh, looking at the materiality the kind of amount of packaging and the plastic material we have been using we were of course very conscious about it at godrej we have been very very conscious but i think this situation allows us to look at the formats very differently before even packaging so i think we are going to be a little bit more risk taking in that in that area super that's that's a very very noble thought indeed yeah. so moving from covid and how it is impacted design we would now like to get into your journey so from your days at nid to now global head of design at codrich uh, can you share your entire journey with us it's an incredible journey i think as a as a design practitioner in a country like us to be able to uh you know to be at this place where uh, there's this so much that i can share now um going back to nid i think it was nid provided me that environment that allowed me to explore possibilities right you know when we are young uh, we have fantasies and dreams and imagination and we really don't know that how one can translate that is that even possible is that even realistic but when you go to nid and you are surrounded by this uh wonderful workshops uh, and wonderful different disciplines from textiles to ceramics to ux ui labs to library i think it was a place which you know taught me so many tools and techniques uh to kind of illustrate the ideas you have and bring that into reality um uh, so it kind of put a method to you know how can you render out a dream solution or a, or a, or something which is unimaginable or it's just an image in your head how can you actually bring it out and actually make a whole offering out of it which can help uh, lots of people so nid i mean i've i've learned um, all different mediums uh, what i used to do at nid and my my one of one of my tricks at nid was to in every semester kind of take up a project which is very different from the previous one uh, where i get to explore a different workshop so i have kind of fully utilized all nid facilities during those two and a half years and from that my professional journey started with godrej and to be more specific godrej and boys uh, furniture and interior division and i must say that while there were a lot of things which were common from what i learned at nid because they had workshops prototype but there was still a lot which uh, kind of i depend i i kind of had to self learn because i think i i after some time i started to realize that you know at design schools you are taught techniques you are taught skills you know you taught you are taught uh, you know design principles etc but there are certain gaps like in terms of how can i integrate this into you know a real time working every day and what do i do you know what skills do i need was something that i really had to work hard because of i guess as india we are not necessarily well versed and at that time back in 2005 we only knew design for its certain aspects of it so there was a kind of uh, a void in translation and then i think gcpl happened in 2009 and i met nisa godrej and i think 
it was refreshing to speak to her and share my ideas what i was doing at gojin boys and i could see that you know how important it is to have a leadership which understands the subject and it then becomes so much more easier to get to action and to translate ideas and and kind of move that forward and i think that partnership is very special to me i think that that got a lot of value at gcpl because i think having me just having a knowledge of design is not good enough you need people around you to kind of understand the subject matter uh, and i think i got very fortunate that i found somebody like that and who could champion uh, and give you that kind of a space to prototype and try out and experiment what design has to offer so i i would say that at some of these points i think at an idea was a student i practiced that for a little bit while when i moved to gcpl i think i had to become a student again to kind of understand the the domain and then you know so the, it, it's it's been an interesting cyclic journey for me to kind of learn and then unlearn and then learn something new and apply and i think at this very moment i would think that i am again at that stage of uh, you know learning a lot of things so i'm really excited to see now what next what next lies in the journey ahead excellent so there's a there's a speech that is very special to me which is steve jobs uh, you know uh, stay hungry stay foolish yeah. where he talks about connecting the dots and you having done a bachelor's in architecture masters in industrial design yeah what made you go through a general management program at harvard business school how how do you now connect these dots reflecting on what you've done till date so so i did uh, bachelor's in interior architecture it was a five year program it kind of taught me a little bit about human interaction with space and scale and you know how we interact with uh, within inside the wall outside the wall with nature you know because shelter is such an important aspect of humans and uh, that became a foundation and then uh, i think product design definitely got me more into a detail of now within that shelter or those environments what are these different objects can you what can you do with them and can they be even more exciting and be part of your everyday living seamlessly 2009 when i joined gcpl i think from 2009 to 2012 we had gained some success through applying design thinking right there were some misses but mostly i think we had almost cracked the godrej way uh, we had some uh, good idea vision we had launched uh, big uh, you know we had refreshed synthol and we had some really good innovations under godrej expert hair color so we had we had gained a lot of success in terms of culture culture change of this whole design and innovation and it was a kick started really well and you could see the energy around and everything was changing because of that little change of how we started thinking differently and prototyping differently so i was really hoping and this is where i was really hoping that okay uh, okay my my job's done you know i have already established a certain process now we just have to keep doing it and i was really hoping that somebody else would do that management and i was really hoping that you know i am a designer you know i can't manage but what, i mean i'm sure some you know these people will find somebody who can do that but it doesn't happen like that uh, it turns out it doesn't work if you have a vision you have to drive it and you have to learn what you need to learn in the journey so i think it was just having great ideas not good enough so i think it was very early we realized that there is a gap in terms of how can you now learn a language of business and you know if you have ideas how can you actually uh, put them put the ideas you know beyond its aesthetics and functionality but in terms of what value will it create for economy for business for growth and i think also the other more important part of of uh, my journey at that time was leadership um and i think this was goraj's decision to send me i i'm sure they they, they saw potential and they saw the gaps uh, very early in time and i think it was it was uh, sponsored by them so i wasn't sure what was going to happen but i did that and i think it was very very 
valuable. It provided me a lot of frameworks. It helped me present ideas in a very different manner, in a different different light. Uh, you know, it just be, it just didn't remain a design idea, but it became a value proposition per se. I think with those skills, now I see that I'm a lot more empowered. Um, I can have a more concrete conversations with stakeholders, people within the organization, influencers, and actually have a better negotiation around design. That's interesting. In fact, uh, you know, when you talk about Godrej, it's it's a group that enjoys patronage of nearly 1.1 billion consumers globally and across different businesses. Godrej offers products, as you mentioned, in three segments, personal care, hair care, household care with famous brands like Synthol, Goodnight, Pocket. In fact, I'll come down to Pocket after this question because it's a really interesting twist. But my question to you is, what according to you is the one statement that describes the ideology at GCPL? So in a nutshell, we call it collaborate, create and execute. Uh, But to be a little bit more specific, we are an in-house design function with an absolute integrated approach uh, in developing product and brands and and its experiences, right? What I would like to say is we maximize the collective intelligence of the organization in designing delight through every product offering at Godrich. So that's been our approach. And this is something which has evolved over time. Um, very early in my career, I realized that in, in a category like that, the innovation and the idea has to seed from R&D and you know, the science and innovation has to happen there. So I think we largely depend on a lot of functions and a lot of cross-functional to make sure that we create something which is practical and something which can be executed. Interesting. So, you know, when we look at the globalized economy, you know, all all sorts of countries are a melting pot with people from all sorts of, um, you know, places coming together. We're now talking about made in India and Godrej is like a truly Indian multinational company. Uh, where where Godrej is you know creating and selling products um, you know to to in 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 a lot of countries in in the world. So while creating for Indonesian and African markets, what difference did you see as compared to the Indian markets? And were there any stark interesting insights about human behavior in those markets? I mean, it's it's a fascinating question, and I think this is I would say this was the highlight of my career when I went out to immerse into these markets. All three, right? India, Indonesia, and Africa, they are such incredibly rich cultures and people and geographies. If I were to go much in detail, it would require a separate session on this because the insights are very rich um, and and quite eye-opening for me as a, as a, as a designer. So India has a very festive spirit, right? While Indonesia is very fun-loving in its taste and Africa is absolutely fearless. And Africa is not even a nation, it's a continent, right? So you have to imagine within Africa itself, East, South and uh, West Africa, again, they have differentiation, different behaviors. And raised in India, it was much easier for me to, you know, and and having experiencing different years of life myself. uh, I knew uh, the structures, the uh, psychographics, the the, uh, economics, our our hierarchy of preferences, everything quite well. Uh, So I didn't have to, I mean, I just had to note them down. I didn't really have to like go and travel too much in each and every gully uh, or every neighborhood because I've been doing that while I was growing up. And so, but in Indonesia and Africa, Indonesia or both of them have very different belief systems, very different aesthetic preferences, very different consumption patterns, social dynamics, lifestyle, values, habits, climate. And we also had to study, uh, for example, in both of these places, geographies, how these homes, you know, how the cities are planned and where are the markets, uh, what is the structure, you know, we have a very strong GT 
market you know when i look at indonesia the retail design is very different and automatically the way you design for that retail itself is going to be very different than what would you do in india because in india you are designing for mom and pop stores um while in indonesia if 60 70% is modern retail and everything is on the shelf it requires a very different kind of uh, uh design approach while in africa you know uh, overall africa is very youthful very energ- energetic at the same time in terms of technology they are so much more ahead of us the whole salon culture the neighborhood markets the way they are the shops uh, the landscape is very different so each of these geographies have their own struggles and uh, very peculiar in itself there there of course there are some uncanny similarities because of the economy and because we are all developing nations and but at the same time very diverse culture so i mean i can go on and on about about it but i think in while designing we have been very careful in fact in africa you know the, the category we play in is a very different category it's hair extensions and it's almost like a fast fashion the way it's consumed is like fmcg but it's a it's actually a fashion category and um, it took me at least 3 years like the whole team all of us to figure out what this is all about and how is it connected with your uh, life economy social status need functionality emotional feeling everything so it's it's a lot more tougher uh, and you have to be a lot more sensitive when you design for other other nations in fact darshan there was one more interesting thing which which will keep as our last question in this segment before we move to skills and within india barring a few organizations and institutions uh, it isn't looked upon as a product design destination in fact the european nations of the us is more known for the same whereas india stands uh, tall as far as manufacturing is concerned the question that i have is how can we promote design in india and make in india together there are again many aspects to it but i will touch upon the few one which i think are big ones to address in the other nations you know i have a lot of friends you know i have been i, I mean i am uh, when i speak to them or when they hear me talk or see what i write and they say that it's very strange that design is not well understood so i think the first problem is that we don't have the basic understanding as a general population right when you go to europe or us when you say i'm a designer they know exactly what i do right i mean i don't have to explain we have we have a lot of these jokes when we say that what do you do and i say product designer and then then they say oh packaging and no you have to re- you have to re- literally like explain and it will take you so much time to explain what i do and it design being a field it's not easy to explain what we do but uh, in india that's a big big gap people don't understand design as a discipline you know what exactly goes because i think i think we understand design more as styling and feature based discipline and not beyond that so that's a bigger bigger issue here second is i think other nations they get really good support from government right i have been to recent cii design mission in finland with uh, with the the group of uh, senior designers from india and it was really interesting to hear everybody's stories and also contrast us as a group when we go there and when we met a lot of these local studios and um, and actually you know it was a national initiative so of course we met we went to their their offices and i was stunned that that how much interest they take at at city planning they have you know in government has the whole ministry of ministry of design literally where they are doing city planning signages transportation you know where people can see the difference in their cities in their livings and when they know it's coming through this kind of initiatives that's the best way to educate people and that's the best way to change create impact right so i think that's another thing which i think that india lacks is that that full support government adapting to this discipline seriously and changing our our uh, everyday interaction and the way to think about is that yeah all this is fact now what i believe that we should all talk now what is it that we can do is i i think we need to create few examples right 
at national level and who will do this which are these bodies i haven't seen many bodies succeeding again so i think if there were two or three uh, big institutes or big industries who uh, you know like godrej if there were more who can promote these field because what we can do is only in fmcg right now what we have done a little bit in architecture and i'm very proud that at gpl also godrej properties also we have done a little bit of design um, thinking but i think i would love to see more whether it is education whether it is at service design city planning how can we create at least two or three big examples and that will educate people and we are happy to share that we've collaborated with world skills india uh, for this show and today we have with us head world skills india mr ranjan choudhury who will share with us the initiatives that they take at world skills thank you world skills is like the olympics of skills and world skills youth day which is on 15th of july was actually proposed in the general assembly of 2014 as a day on which youth across the world could be recognized especially for the importance that they hold in terms of skills which power most of the economic activity so world skills youth day is actively promoted by the industry and nsdc world skills india is an initiative of the national skill development corporation and our role is essentially to promote skills amongst youth to look at vocational trades as a viable option to knowledge based careers and to create role models through skill competitions uh, have very happy that avantika is collaborating with us to promote a series on design through podcasts it is our opinion that creative arts is something which holds a lot of potential in future in fact in the last world skills competition held in kazan a girl from india we won the bronze medal uh, defeating a non a lot of western countries and uh, happy that avantika is taking this forward and all best wishes to those who are on this podcast thank you thank you mr chaudhry for joining us um, on avantika designering podcast series so moving from this uh, to uh, you know the world youth skills day and uh, skilling uh, has been a challenge in india and there's so much written about it so my next few questions uh, would be in terms of you know uh, your views on on this entire domain so the first one is that previously freshers and students educated them with all skills specific to their preferred jobs now with specialized jobs how should they go about acquiring these skills the short answer to this is on the job i think um, i think we need to look at education and academics differently earlier they start doing more freelancing start taking some more time start doing projects trying out themselves out in what they are good at is is when the real learning is going to happen interesting did you also do some of these things while you were going through your academics yes i did that and i think i'm very glad now and at that time i did it because i needed some money but also because i found that you know it was a great opportunity and it i was learning so much more while i was doing my project and even if for for a brief time whatever little i could you know i i don't have to be a head of design or leading anything but just be part of that team teaches you so much more absolutely and i think uh, your views come more from the experience so moving from there to we hear the term jack of all trades and master of none frequently do you feel that in today's age uh, and time having dabbled at a mixed bag of skills is better than mastering one skill what what should the uh, young folks be doing i would separate exploration experimentation and experiences differently it means very different than than the term jack of all trades right and i wouldn't want to confuse this too in a field of design 
specifically or whoever wants to do more innovation they have to be addressed uh, uh, you know they have to be in line and in sync with every new invention subject you know whether it's history what's coming in the future what was you know there in 300 bc to what's going to come in next 10 years um, i think it's an ongoing research for if you have an in a mindset of creation or bringing some change but when it comes to a very specific question i think it's i believe that one has to aim for mastery and when i say that i say that if you want to be a jack of all trades you better be the best of it you know be a master in that but i think it's important to um, find out what you are good at uh, earlier as i i think i found that out much later so i can say that because of our educational system uh, is so all around that sometimes you know we don't get time to reflect but i think you have to find out what you are you really good at what you really enjoy and that keep doing that and i think there is a power in repetition and practice and there is so much then you can go deeper into uh, that doesn't mean you can't explore that doesn't mean that you don't have you know you you cannot uh, you don't have to have knowledge of other things you have knowledge but then i think you have to master one skill eventually is what i believe interesting you know there there are certain skills which are uh, known as soft skills uh, that that's very loosely used uh which we see now more than uh, ever to be important uh, to the function of an organization so while we focus on learning physical or software skills for example in design schools we sidetrack some of these soft skills how do you think young designers can learn these skills it's always difficult to strike a balance and it's an important balance to always have Uh, i have seen both the cases where i have seen a bad idea uh, but it gets picked up or it gets more attention because of a great build up and amazing presentation skills or using jargons and amplification amplification of the features and i have also seen good ideas um, being rejected for often not understanding it clearly right and lack of um, contextualization and illustration so between the both if i were to pick one it's important to have a good idea first and uh, once you have that you know more than soft skill i would say that find out a style because everybody has a different style you know at least try don't try to be like somebody else so there is no standard norm but when it comes to creativity or design um there are so many ways you can make a presentation or a pitch you know sometimes some people are good at making paper mockups or even just doing doodles or now you have 3d renditions now um, scripting it doesn't have to be verbal all the time it, it doesn't mean soft skill doesn't mean that you have to have a very good english and uh, it doesn't mean that you have to uh use fancy words but make sure that that when you're presenting an idea you make uh, audience is important and you have to connect with them so whatever that you need to do idea will never get materialized or uh, uh, if the audience is not engaged so it's important a presentation is really really important but then again don't go by the you know mainstream ideas of uh, of communication and and be innovative there and i think that's why we have juries right and the whole purpose of having a jury is to practice that and don't uh, take juries for granted you know try and see try and test yourself out see what worked what didn't work how can you improve i think these are again some of the things at, at when you are a student rather than being distracted and these are there are simple things you can focus on which is very valuable when you get into a professional field and i have seen a lot of good designers struggle because of um, just not having an orientation or a discipline or importance to presentations absolutely in fact i personally believe that communications is less of your speaking and more of how you can think and if you can think in a systematic way uh, you know your your communication skills would be good always yeah and how do you get, you know how do you kind of take people along you know participate um, make them participate in your conversation more than anything else we are in a difficult patch in terms of hiring and the job landscape right now uh, and of course uh, this is something that we cannot overlook the entire avantika designing series being a university product 
we keep wondering how skills can be used to secure employment or what freshers can do in this lockdown period to prepare for the future i understand this is uh, easier said than done uh, because we are such a populated country and there there i'm sure you know right now everybody is feeling that pressure of what will happen next will they get internship will they get job what's going to you know how the new normal is going to look like but um, to have a little bit more optimistic uh, view on this this is also a great time to kind of start learn a new skill there are a lot of online courses i am doing a lot of courses online uh, at least a few um, there are you know online classes uh, that you can participate into you know i thought of you know i'm i used to do a 3d render uh, earlier but now i don't know what are the new softwares which are easier to learn so i think i would pick up some of those create hypothetical briefs make a group of um, you know other friends and students you know brainstorm uh, and this whole zoom and online chats and videos open up a completely new uh, world for us and let's get start let's get you know connected on that and use those meaningfully start simple things like noting down some of the interesting observations and insights you uh, you know this because of the covid what what could be Uh, a new new idea that you might have render it out right do a lot of craft and art do your build up your portfolio profile uh, there's so much time to kind of uh, build feel so much about your own uh, ideas usually you don't get that kind of a time uh, because you get uh, you know into this daily routine so in a way they can use this time very very productively and creatively uh and i would keep that in focus uh and to not get anxiety to you and you know start thinking about what's going to happen in the future but actually enjoy this time in fact you know what's interesting about your answer darshan is that here um i'm speaking on a podcast i'm i'm recording a session with the global director of design of godridge and you are also talking about uh, doing things uh, or or you are in fact doing things uh, that ideally a student or you know someone who is about to graduate or who's just graduated should be doing so that's that's so inspiring and that's so interesting in fact it tells people that hey there's never an age to learn and develop it's a it's a consistent process and you keep doing it Uh, always so so that's that's very inspirational moving from that to you know you having worked in fmcg for so many years there must have been warehouse full of domain knowledge is there a way creators and professionals can have a head start on acquiring the domain specific or industry specific skills see uh, again going back to design education teaches you about you know various ways of need finding user research framing relevant problem statements observation it's an observation based discipline there are tons of tools and uh, skill you know uh, finally to create and visualize solutions the first leg of this entire design process uh, as we call a lot of people call it different things but it's immersion or investigation or inquiry right and my advice um to the young professionals when when they they either they go fresh from school or they're changing the field from one one industry to other industry one first one has to understand you know their own environment around you right what i mean it took me at least 8 to 9 months to understand what fmcg is because from school i mean i went to interior for some time uh, for two and a half years for a brief period of time and i un- uh kind of did mostly what i did at nid but when i went to fmcg uh and sat down into those different functional meetings you know i think for a long time i was just making notes i was just understanding what people are talking about asking silly dumb questions and not worrying about uh how foolish i may sound but i would ask the dumbest question yeah and and uh, made some buddies around you and ask i think i would i would ask the the leadership uh, in the organization to give you that kind of a space initially help you have a buddy system help you understand uh, you know uh, the landscape of the work 
what all uh, what are the interconnected dots what are different functions what everybody does uh, go and do a proper induction do research i think that 6 to 8 months time uh, is really critical because i don't know without that how can you add value uh, without knowing the environment around you so i think it's it's important for people to be patient and not directly rush into creating solutions without knowing uh, the impact absolutely i think that's a very interesting suggestion which is very engaging uh, you know and and more than that it also builds uh, your skills in terms of uh, you know working in teams working with people and 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 that's an additional benefit that you get out of an exercise like this as well so having been such a big part of juries and competitions across uh, you know what do you see in the future generation of designers what kind of designers do we as a generation need currently there are some interesting uh, uh, insights and reports i have been reading myself uh, and because this gave me a lot of time to kind of also see what's what's going to change now and what is it that how can i change uh, now and i think there are two buckets one is the set of classical designers that will re- remain timeless you know brand design graphic identity a hardcore stand you know classical product design i'm not talking about product design which is you know now product design definitions are changing i mean designing an app is also product design and designing a device uh, a physical device is also product design so these these boundaries and these classifications are changing and one have to be wary of that um so while classical designer will always remain remain very important for the skill and craftsmanship and you know but they'll be able to add lot only more variations to the same thing or new expressions to it but at core a lot has changed and we have to recognize that and things like designers who can you know are able to integrate social good and has the have that sense of sensitivity in in the design solutions will be important ability to humanize tech make technology and computer more enduring you know um and less intimidating is another set of big set of tasks that we designers have to go after um integrated approach you know who can bring science craft tech design so it's not just multidisciplinary but multi industry approach so the designer who can work at the systems level will be very very important again so i think these are some of the new emerging areas um uh, for designers and uh, and the generation needs to recognize this now so darshan can you teach a small skill through this show that design students can apply in their lives yeah absolutely i mean uh, one skill that i think really helped me and i when i go back to my earlier job i didn't that do that much but at gcpl you know sitting down in a lot of these uh, business presentations or meetings when we talk about uh, you know um, uh, losing market share or you know gross um, contribution or uh profits or when we talk about growth or when we talk about penetration data now some of these things uh you know i didn't quite understand conceptually and how they are interconnected and if i'm sitting there what what am i supposed to make out of it right so it required me to understand take separate classroom sessions to read excel sheets and numbers in a way that i can um uh contextualize you know exactly what be as company or business or a product is going through and hence when you come up with ideas and solutions you have a better context of uh, you know what are the constraints that one uh, has to follow so that was a very critical skills and i'm assure i make sure that our design team you know is fully kind of uh, again uh, go through that kind of a training and understanding absolutely in fact at avantika we blended even entrepreneurship as subject over two semesters where we teach some of these skills to our students in fact at avantika university we've coined a term called as designering uh, which is combination of design and engineering 
So we see the skills of design and technology, uh, you know, meeting with each other and and have become a powerful duo. Uh, one, do you think it's relevant? And second, do you think that such a blend also helps GCPL create a better solution? It's a natural progression, right? The way humans are evolving, design has to evolve with it. So it's an absolute must to now look at, you know, design for tech comes to GCPL, I think tech has enabled us to know our consumers even more deeply. With this closeness, one can design solution based on their uh, personalized need a lot more. So till now, what we have done at GCPL, the portfolio was more commonized or say I would say more universalized to masses, you know, uh, because of the way our retail is, the way we were consuming things. We would go to general trade markets or shops to buy things. And now people are buying everything online and more and more are people buying online. I think this whole virtual world of information has so many nuances through which you can understand uh, latent needs and wants and designer uh, and desires of, of each and every uh, person. So it's the best time to get to know uh, your consumers uh, very well uh, beyond their psychographics and demographics. Um, and I think it'll be interesting uh, the next journey for us to uh, kind of how do we address this through a very different proposition, very different design, very different systems of offerings. Uh, and we can bring a lot of positive change through this because right now what you're doing is whatever you've designed for masses, for general trade, you are just putting it online. But now once you are online, um, the behavior is actually so much more encouraging for us also. Now use that data to design very differently. Darshan, that brings us to our last question, which is a segment um, that, you know, something that we call as Gyan Vyan. So it's a quickie takeaway segment. Um, there's a like our take on rapid fire where we will shoot some questions at you and we would like to uh, know your top of the mind answers to it. So are you ready for this? Absolutely. So my first question is, what TV sitcom family uh, would you be a member of and why? I like The Good Place. It's an interesting take on... Um this human you know good and bad quality you know what is right and wrong and this whole um, idea of how we look at uh, people and how we behave in certain uh, situation it's a it's a great humorous sarcastic take on uh, on our own foolish behaviors and it's a great reflection so i would love to be playing the main character uh, and, and I, I, I find the whole scripting that we keep getting into this loopholes uh, again and again and we always have to get out of it. There's a whole struggle. I find it very exciting. And if, uh, you know, uh, given a chance, which Godrej rich creme hair color are you? Are you natural brown, which is elegance, warm, honesty, or are you burgundy, which is wealth, power, ambition? Oh, I, I'm absolutely natural brown. Okay. And if you were a product or a brand, what would you be? I would say Muji. Okay. And why? Again, I like the philosophy that something is designed, but doesn't shout out that it is designed. And it's, uh, it's filled with uh, so much joy and it's so much easy on your eye. It's so comfortable. And I, I just, I just find it's very calming and there's so much more space to with, with this kind of a brand. And I just love the, the, the way they, uh, they feel. Excellent. And would you rather be able to teleport yourself anywhere? Or would you like to read minds of uh, everyone? You know, uh, we, we got inspired by this movie called What Women Want. And we thought we, we would like to ask you, would you want to get teleported anywhere? Or would you like to read minds? I would like to read minds. That's my job, in a way. Uh, you know, observing people keenly, what they do, every transaction, every action says something about them. So... I think I draw a lot of my 
ideas and inspiration from those basic uh, observations which i love doing it's my best pastime excellent and according to you a must read book well i recently read this book called a rasa reader by sheldon pollock um it's a book on classical indian aesthetics uh, i was writing a paper and uh, uh, that kind of took me back into the history of indian aesthetics and i was stunned by the amount of uh, work indian scholars and intellects have done back in from 300 bc somewhere sitting in kashmir till 1400 bc and these ideas are supremely bold um extremely progressive uh absolutely not dogmatic uh still seeded in great human values and it's kind of when i was reading i thought that it's almost sounding like uh you know more elaborate and more matured and more more um evolved version of design thinking i would say so i would totally recommend all the students to you know while they are busy learning about tech and computer etc it's a good contrast to learn about something like this uh, uh which talks about so many different you know literary art there are so many ideas lying there it was fascinating and my last one if you were not at godrich where do you think you would be working and and what is it that you would be doing i think i would have been a ceramist oh okay so that's something that excites you you still do that yeah i mean i do as and when i get chance and i this it's like a it's a dream to have my own ceramic studio at some point and kind of uh, i find that in contrast with a very structural analytical uh, system thinking i find you know just play a lot more peaceful artistic and kind of unlimiting beautiful so we'd like to definitely see some of your work offline and um, thank you so much for doing this darshan it was it was a pleasure hosting you on our uh, show uh, on on this uh, eve of world youth skills day i'm sure that there's a lot for our listeners uh, to learn from uh, you know our conversation to get inspired by you so thank you so much for doing this thank you for having me and i hope you'll find this insightful and useful at some point hey thank there, you we hope thank you enjoyed you our show thank you, do write to us on ads@avantika.edu.in we look forward to your opinions feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show do tune in our channel next week on wednesday for a new story on hub hopper or wherever you get your podcast from Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.